Yeah. Yeah. Hey yo, man, it's your time. And fuck poverty. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Phil and Leroy Judgmental Podcast. This is Phil back in the house. And I'm Leroy. What's going on, Phil? Ain't not much. Just trying to uh, see what's going on with the NBA. Ain't nothing else to watch. Well, this is our first anniversary, y'all. Uh, our first podcast was in February 15th. February the 15th was a Saturday. I think Friday was Valentine's Day, if I'm not mistaken, last year. And uh, I'm... February, say it again. No, go ahead. February the 15th, we, we we did our first podcast in the studio, and it was posted on February the 16th, which was Sunday. So, uh, yeah, our first podcast. Now, how did you feel about the first podcast? Was you nervous? No, not really. I mean, we had our little drinks on, and we was chilling. What's there to be nervous about? <laughs> I don't know. You know. Some people get nervous when they have a microphone in their face. Why? I can see if it was the camera. If the camera in the whole world, not even the camera, because you don't, you can't see the people. Now, if you on stage or something, you're not going to understand you being nervous at all. But a camera or a microphone where you just see yourself in the camera or one or two other people, why be nervous? Yeah, yeah, that's what a lot of people get funny when uh, they get nervous when they see a microphone or a camera or whatever. I guess. <laughs> well, <laughs> the elephant in the room, everybody, is Carson Wentz is no longer a Philadelphia Eagle. So when you first heard it, what did you think? My first response was, uh, finally, good riddance. <laughs> so here's uh, here's our the judgmental podcast, one of the judgmental podcast's biggest fans, Shannon Sharp, talking about the trade with uh, uh, Skip, Skip Bayless on the Skip, Skip and Shannon show. Here's the article. Not surprised, but the price, Skip, they basically had to give him away. I mean, you think about it, Matthew Stafford went for two first-rounders. This kid is younger and, than Matthew. By the way, Deshaun's going to go for like four go for, go for three first rounds yeah. and some yeah. players. Right. This kid went for a third round pick and a conditional Condition. second if he plays 75% Which of the time he goes to. two years away. Right. Skip, they, this had to happen. Yeah. And I told you this, Skip, when they benched him, I say somebody's got to go and maybe both of them going to have to leave. both gone. And, and they're both gone. So I'm not surprised. Thank you, Shannon, because like I said, Shannon is the biggest fan of the Phil Billy Roy Judgmental Podcast because I said the same thing before he said it. Uh, let's, let's, go, let's go on. About this. Okay, so my reaction is I'm not a Wentz fan, but if he can revive his career anywhere, it's with that coach yes. who was his coordinator, yep. obviously, in Philadelphia, behind that offensive line, which well might be the best they, in football. They and that running game, which just is it's right up there at the top of the league. So right. when you got those components, you got a chance. Right. Ultimately, I believe even Frank Wright cannot win big with Carson Wentz. You call him, walk what? it to him. I say, give it to him or bounce it to him. I just have never trusted his package of intangibles, right. his leadership, his poise under fire. In this league, as good as the line might be and the run game might be, the receivers are average to me. But it, ultimately, the quarterback's going to have to make some big, key, crucial plays. Well, and I don't think he's capable of doing that consistently. Well, Skip, they, the, uh, Pittman Jr. is going to be in his yeah. second year. Michael Pittman Jr. is going to be in his second year. Pretty, pretty good. good. Yep. They need to resign T.Y. Hilton. Mm -hmm. I like Pascal. They got some guys that can play. The one thing that he's going to have to guard against, because their defense is very good, don't turn it over. 
Oh, well, he ain't gonna work with the turnover championship last year. He also by far the most times maybe that, that will, will change. That it, it'll change. He loves to throw home runs. He hangs onto the ball, hangs onto the ball. Maybe Frank Wright can get him yes. out of that bad habit. Mm -hmm. Maybe a change of scenery will be best for him. Yep. Trust me, he could not have handpicked a better place to go. I think the Bears were somewhat interested, but I, it was reported that he didn't want to go to Chicago. He, he didn't want to go to Chicago, Skip. And plus the thing is, the Eagles were trying to hold out, hold somebody to go offer from first-round picks. They basically, they basically had to give him away, Skip. Okay. I mean, you think about it, Skip. This guy was just five years ago, was the second player selected, and he went for a third-rounder and a second-rounder. Mm. Matthew Stafford was 12 years in Detroit, and you got two firsts. Deshaun Watson's going to go for three firsts and probably two uh, players, two starters. Mm. And Carson Wentz, they gave him away. And now, no first-round pick since 2016 as a quarterback is still with his team. What's that tell you? It's hard hey, to pick hey, quarterbacks. Except Dak. Dak is the only one that's still there. But, but I mean, first-round. Oh, yeah, first yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. But is that is, is that going to be there for one more year? Yes. Uh, well, I disagree. I don't think Matthew Stafford even worth the first round draft picks they they uh, got. Where has Matthew Stafford done? I, I still want to understand. Yeah, he threw a lot of yards. Play but play cons 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 consecutive seasons without injuries, major injuries like Carson Wentz, and put up good numbers as like borderline Hall of Fame. Okay, can I do a search on how many uh, championships he won? Well, we can do how many championships goddamn uh, Jim Kelly won, if that's the case. Four, that's four NFC, four AFC championships <laughs> in a row. So uh, you don't have to go there, sir. You don't we have talking to go about, there. We talking about championships or you talking about NFC championships? All right, okay, okay. How many how many uh, championships, uh, conference championships has uh, Matthew Stafford won? Don't nobody care about that. Okay, so how many how many championships has he won to? Zero, just like Jim Kelly. No, no, Jim Kelly went there. It's about it's about. One but he went there. Enough. He went there. The bottom line is Stafford is worth a a first round pick. No. I wouldn't say two first round picks, but he was definitely worth most most starting quarterbacks. If they have decent in the league, they'll get traded for a first round pick. No, that's just the bottom line. No, he's not worth those picks. But he hasn't done anything in the league. What has he done? I, I still want to put up borderline Hall of Fame numbers. That's what he done. But has he won anything? Can we it's look up his? Can we look up his playoff record? Is that because you a stat man? I, I don't understand how you so into stats, but you into Matthew Stafford. I'm not into Matthew Stafford. What I'm trying to tell you is most have decent quarterbacks are get traded for at least one first round pick. That's not speaking on Stafford. That's speaking on any starting quarterback that's have decent. Why do you think Shannon just said uh, Deshaun Watson probably get three first round picks for him? So his damn he, no, he don't got no playoff wins, do we? One maybe. Who? Uh Deshaun Watson. He's young. Oh hey. Uh Matthew Stafford career regular season record is 74 wins and 90 losses. That goddamn guy is a loser. How in the world is he uh worth a first round draft pick? I ain't even going to look at the playoff record. Looking at that 74 and 90. Come on now. And you want to you will take a first round draft pick? I would rather go and draft a quarterback. The hell with that. I would I would rather draft a quarterback too than have Stafford. What I'm trying to tell you is majority quarterbacks that's decent in the league get traded for a first round pick. Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz Go ahead. played like shit last year. The 34th best quarterback in the league, and there's only 32 teams. So that should tell you something. You're not getting a first round pick for him. So Matthew Stafford was have a 5'11 record last year, 64% completions, 4,084 yards passing. 26 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. It, this is a pay. I don't care. 
Those, I, those are I, good I, numbers. You can't win without Yeah, but I don't, I don't care. I don't care about the numbers, but are you winning? It, it can't be all about defense. Well, what I'm trying to tell you, keep having what I'm trying to tell you is Deshaun, uh, Deshaun Watson hasn't won shit, but he might get th- three first-round picks. So he's, he, uh, he's young. The rebuttals, he's young. How many years has he been in the league? Five? I keep seeing the guy saying that he was traded, but I don't see anything about him being traded. Yeah, he's, that's just a rumor. He ain't traded yet. Four, he's been in the league four years. Okay, so he's young, right? 20, Twenty-six. That's young. Two years, two years younger than uh, Carson Wentz. So if that's the case, call Carson Wentz young. And why are you getting the third no, round? No, Carson Wentz had chances to show and prove. And so that Deshaun Watson. And he and who show and proved more? Him and him and him and uh, Carson. You know what Deshaun Watson's career record is? Twenty-eight wins, twenty-five losses. So there you go. Oh, well, that's five hundred. So he all right. Like, oh I said. my God, that's just shitty. <laughs> he, he 25 and 25. That's all right. He's a, he's a young shitty. man in the league. That's shitty. He's a young. Well, I got here 28 and 25. That's what I said. Oh, I, I thought you said 25. I said 28. So, well, what's going to hurt? People keep acting like the Philadelphia Eagles is like the worst team in the league. Personally, myself, I don't really see them being bad. But everybody's saying that it's going to be a dumpster fire. And it's going to be a dumpster fire by this damn cap. The cap is supposed to have a set 175 million, and the Eagles are 245 million. 180. Well, I oh, see yeah. 175 here. It's one. It's 180. The Eagles' salary cap sits around 245 million. Well, we Eagles, got a lot of guys. We got a lot of guys coming off the books, so it'll go down. The Eagles can also bring over 22.8 million in cap space from the 2020 season. Therefore, the Eagles' projected salary cap for the 2021 season is $208 million. So they're saying it's going to be a dumpster fire. We're going to have to get rid of our veterans. So I'm going to yep. ask you, okay, I'm going to ask you, the player, and I'm going I'm to tell you how much they're getting paid, and you say keep them or, or not. So we're going to start with Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey will have $10 million, uh next next season. Keep so. Him. I would keep him also. Offensive tackle, Andre Dillard. Keep him. Okay. He's young and he was a top pick, so he still got time. My boy, a.k.a. Mr. Steal Your Girl. Defensive tackle, <laughs> Fletcher Cox. Keep him. <laughs> Mr. Steal Your Girl. Motherfuckers going in their house. <laughs> About to, to get, get his girl. fucking head blown off. <laughs> uh Cornerback Darius Clay, keep him. Uh, we, 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 the thing is, we just signed him. He only played one year on our team, and then on top of that, like you can't keep. I said that uh, during the season. You every year we keep switching out corners. You can't keep doing it. You got to let corners gel together and learn the system. If you keep getting a new corner every year, they're gonna keep getting roasted every year. So if they get rid of him, they will save six million. But then you replace him with a guy that's getting cooked all the game. Keep the Pro Bowl cornerback, you know what I mean, and, and, and work with him. Uh, twelve million will be his salary uh next season. So, um, all right, Zach Ertz. I would keep him, but I think the Eagles are going to get rid of him. Well, I would keep him also. His his salary will be eight million next year, which is not which That's is not, not bad. bad. No, it's not bad. So I would say keep him also, especially if you have this. Uh, okay, let's just say Hertz would be the starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. You, so you got a young quarterback and you got an experience. Uh, damn, tight ends are like receivers now. Yeah. So 
let's let's just say you got an experienced receiver. Why get rid of him? Mm-hmm. And he's not. It's not like he's making a whole bunch of money. And he had one bad year, and that's because Carson Wentz had a bad year. Right. So they're also saying that there will be a quarterback that they don't know if Hurts will be the uh, starting quarterback. So they don't know if they're going to draft one at the sixth pick of the NFL draft this season or pick up one, a veteran free agent quarterback. Now, here's a list of veteran, 10 veteran quarterbacks. Philip, you say yes or no that you want them on the team. They it don't they don't have to be starters. They could just somebody to back him up. We gonna okay. go. We gonna go with our boy Cam Newton. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> and why? And, and 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 I'm a Cam fan, but it's kind of looked like his arm is shot. Now I could be wrong, but I was watching him during the season. It looked like he couldn't really throw that good. So if he's not throwing that good, I don't need his off the field antics and dressing stupid and all that grandma shit. Nah, I don't need the the, the side show. So what about that this year? It was just for him to get back in a, in a groove, get his arm be, right. It could be because he was coming off a major injury. So I'm not going to knock him. He started the year off all right. You know what I mean? He can still run because he had like, what, seven or eight rushing touchdowns at the, early in the season. Uh-huh. It's just his throwing. And they, and they are shit receivers in uh, New England, too. So who knows? Okay. Uh, Jacoby Bursett. No. See, I like Jacoby. I was never a fan of his. Terod Taylor. No. Terod Taylor and Jacoby Brissett is almost 1A and 1B. They kind of seem like they're the same type of player to me. A short, fast quarterback that can throw. But we got that in Jalen Hurts. I don't need my backup to be identical. Okay. Uh, The guy who always is sticking around, Ryan Fitzpatrick. No. Why? Because he's old as dirt, and he's one of them flash-in-the-pan dudes. You bring him in, he light it up. You say, oh, shit, well, we got to roll with him. And then he fucking stink up every time you go with him. He's one of them, he, he's good if you just need uh somebody to sit the, the bench just in case of emergency. But if you got a young quarterback that need experience, I wouldn't have him as my backup to tutor Okay, uh, A.J. McCarron. Hell no. <laughs> he should have went and played baseball. He's a bum. He's always been a bum. Well, here's a guy that I picked that should have been the uh, backup last season. Well, he still was on the contract. They would have had to trade him or something. RG3. No. As a backup, I would have picked RG3 as a backup. No. Yes. He's good. He, he, he should resign with Baltimore. No. Your, your old boy, Nate Stubblefield. Hell no. <laughs> the guy can't even throw. I don't know why he's on the team. He must be like fucking... Dating the owner's fucking daughter or some shit like that. Well, maybe he got a good skill set and they keep yeah, him okay. around. And that's and that's why the coach wanted to put him in in a damn game. We could have won and try to make the playoffs. Okay, um, Colt McCoy. Hell no. <laughs> wow. When he was when he was in college, man. This guy put up like so many unbelievable records, and he's just been a chump ever since he's been in the league. Mike McGlynn. Hell no. All these fucking dudes that just stay hanging around the league, getting a free paycheck, can't throw for shit. Uh, where we at? Uh, what's the uh, t- um, 49ers uh, quarterback? Uh, what's his last name? Bethard was his first yeah. name. Bethard, yeah, no, I don't want him either. He's a bomb. <laughs> well, who you want? Uh, I'll take Nick Foles back. He's on the contract. I know. I, so, uh, right now, right now, it doesn't matter. I would, if I can get a backup quarterback, I don't want none of the guys you mentioned, but. If, if I wouldn't be mad if I got somebody like that. Like I rather would the the, the veteran that I, I would have. I want a veteran 
that has been in the playoffs, that knows how to throw, that can school my young boy to read defenses, that type of backup. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, you just explained it. Yeah, I don't want him. <laughs> you gotta, uh, you gotta uh, give me a name or something. Name me somebody. You want to, you wanted Dwight Howard on your team. Uh, Dwight Howard type of uh, quarterback for uh, for Hertz. It's kind of hard because even like in the NBA, your backup still play. In the NFL, you don't want your backup quarterback playing. You want him just teaching on the sideline more more than anything. I guess there's no veteran leadership type dudes that's on a bench that I would want right now that you mentioned. You didn't mention anyone. If Ryan Fitzpatrick, if he went to a big school and he came in the league doing a damn thing, consecutive you know, consistently, then okay, yeah, but he hasn't. Okay, now we uh um behind me behind me behind me Jones um behind me Jones Bumani. Bumani, thank you. Uh yeah, I fuck up names. I'm sorry. And sure uh, <laughs> he talked about uh, our boy Russell Wilson not not getting any type of say so in a Seattle organization, mm-hmm. and I had uh tweeted you what he tweeted. Now here's a video with him on a Dan Patrick show. It's it's what um, the interview that Buhani was talking about. How much input should the quarterback have in organizational moves? Veteran quarterback. Yeah, I think it depends on who it is. You know, I think. Well, how about you, know. you? How much do you have any say in what Seattle does offensively with free agents or draft draft picks? Uh, <laughs> uh, I think that it's uh, you know, I, I think that ultimately. For me personally, I, you know, I think that I want to be able to ha- be involved because at the end of the day, it's your legacy. It's your team's legacy. It's, you know, it's the guys you get to go into the huddle with. And at the end of the day, those guys you got to trust, you know, when you think about, you know, one of the reasons why Tom went to Tampa was because he, he felt like he could trust those guys and Bruce was going to give him an opportunity. I think I think for, you know, every situation, you have to be able to go into a situation, you know, you think about guys like LeBron, he was able to you know, be around great players that he can trust. I think for, for me, you know, uh, anytime you bring free agents, <laughs> He's in, good. you know, other players, you want the best players, guys who love the game, guys you want to be a part of that. And as a player, you kind of know that. You get to be around Pro Bowls. You get to kind of see these guys. You get to be in the huddle with the linemen or, or receivers or, you know, um, get to be around defensive guys. And so the guy's talented. you got to you kind of build that over time. He's talented on the field and off the field. <laughs> Please. Time You get to see who can really play. You know, as a player, you really know. So. I think that um, I think that relationship is really key, and that dialogue between, you know, um, you know, especially being a veteran player, you, you know, that dialogue is really important. Yeah, but that's a long-winded way of not answering my question. Are- there you go, Patrick. <laughs> that's what I was saying. He was smooth with it. He he asked him a question, and he went yep. through all that fucking danced all around that shit. Yep. Look at our veteran shit. Look at old too and shit. But and now he's smiling because he know he got caught up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ain't that dumb smile? Yep. Here we go. Are you involved in personnel decisions? Have you been involved in personnel? He like, damn, he caught me. <laughs> decision. Not, not as much. I don't, you know, I think that, uh, you know. If Do you me, want to be a yes or a no? I think it helps. I think it helps to, to, to be involved more. Uh, yeah, but I think that's, that's a no type question. He can't even give you a yes or a no. Yep. Yeah, but look, I'm worried about the, these numbers. You've been sacked 394 times in your career. So you're you're going to be the most sacked quarterback in the history of the game. Why? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think that uh, you know sometimes sometimes you hold on to it a little bit, 
you know, just because you're looking for that plague and you find you find those guys, but also so many so many times it turns into touchdowns too. Stop but you know, to be to be, uh, you never want to be sacked that many times. You know, four hundred times. He did. He said he hold the ball too long sometimes. Four hundred too many. Um, you know, so I think that's a big, it's a big thing that we got to fix. That's got to be fixed. You know, and and has to be. You know, at the end of the day, because you know, my goal is to play. You know, ten to fifteen more years. And so, when you think about that and longevity and legacy and all that. You know, I and you, and you watched the game the other night. You know, the difference between that game was, you know, uh, Tom was taking shots down the field and getting the ball, you know, to, to his guys and stuff like that. But you know, he wasn't touched really. He got touched. I think he got sacked one time in the game. You know, um, you know, early on. But you know, throughout the and other this dogs, doesn't but, even count, Russ. How many times you were hit? I mean, that's three hundred ninety-four sacks. Like, that's a that's a lot. And like. I, I I think you also get away quite a bit too, you know. <laughs> I get I get away some too. But, you do. Uh, <laughs> that's a lot. But uh, I I think that you know we, we got to get better up front. I think that and it's not just passing. I think you know in terms of everything you do, you know, you it, it controls the game as you watched the other night. I think you know and um, you know obviously guys like Dwayne are such an ama- amazing players and uh, you know to have him come in was a big thing that that I really wanted to make sure that happened. I think that we all wanted to make sure that happened because um, we knew that what, what a great player Dwayne was, for example. So, you know, and I, so I think that, uh, you know, throughout the next 10 years, it's really important for me personally, but also just, you know, you know, throughout, you know, my career that, you know, we make sure that we do the, everything we can, including myself, do everything we can to make sure that, that, that doesn't happen. He, he's going to be, uh, uh, he's going to run for political office. You watch. <laughs> He already know how to slang bullshit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, I just like, dude, do you have any say so? Yes or no? Well, I know. Well, well of course you want to have some say so. I mean, no, do you have say so? Here's a guy, Super Bowl one. He, he, Super Bowl winner, went to the Super Bowl the next year, lost because of bad coaching. Now, you mean to tell me that this guy don't have a say so in an organization? He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. That's ridiculous. But Carson Wentz can walk around like the big man on campus. He can go and change plays, and nobody says anything to him. Now, can you explain that one to me? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, if I – like like you said, it depends on the situation. Like, if I was paying a quarterback and he's my franchise quarterback, I would like him to, like, have some say, like, when the draft rolls around and come to me and say, this is the guy I think – if we need an offensive player – and we're mm-hmm. looking at offense player. I would like him to say, "Yo, I think we should get this tight end. If we're looking for a tight end or a receiver, running back, have some input in that. If we need a defensive player, I don't need my quarterback coming telling me who who we should pick up or not. You know what I mean? And then just because you what tell you, me, what you mean? You don't want him to tell you to pick up what offensive or defensive? I said de- I said defense. I don't want my quarterback telling me anything about defense because that's not what he play. He plays yeah, but he looking offense. at he looking at and read defenses all the time, and he can tell you, oh, well, this guy's a great quarterback, sign him, or this guy's right. a great so, defensive end. So I so, disagree so, with. So, so that's your coaches and your GM's job. So if you're looking for a defensive player in the draft, then you should have your defensive leader in there talking to you. Maybe he can have you a a vote on who to get. Also, like even with the quarterback picking, help you pick a receiver or a tight end or running back. I would listen to his vote, but that don't mean that's who I'm going with. You know what I mean? And if he don't come in, I wouldn't be mad at him for not coming in. It's one of them things is, is if you if you the GM, you make a decision, it's nice for your your guys to come in and say, yo, I think this is who you should go with. But that, that shouldn't change your judgment on, in the end, who you pick. 
Well, he can't give an input. I mean, that won't be his. That's not going to be his final decision. But he can tell a tell a, a GM or the the coach or the owner, whoever's in charge of um, drafting players, that yeah, man, this guy that guy gave me troubles uh, when he was pl- uh, playing safety for such and such team. Yeah, I think that'll be a good pick if we sign him because we need a lot of secondary help. What's wrong with saying that? I disagree I, with you. I don't want to hear. When you're one of the top paid quarterbacks in the league, how about you take a pay cut and then we can put better players around? If you're if you're one of the top paid players, I don't really need your input. What that on what that have to do with picking up on defense as a free agent? See, now you're going to another direction. We ain't say anything about salary cap or we hurting because for, if I mean, you picking up if you picking up a, a, a top quality free agent, money is involved. Okay, a but lot of so, times, uh, a lot of times your money is strapped in with a franchise quarterback where you can't pick up that guy. Okay, but suppose they not they don't have a uh, they have enough to sign this person. So why would money be an issue? Well, I also said it's, it's not a problem with him saying something, but I wouldn't take it serious. I would take it more. But you already he, saying it, and he's like a joke anyway. So why would I even bother? I didn't say it's a joke. What I said is I'll listen to his vote and take but it in consideration. Take it seriously. But I was, That's what you just said. But I'll take it in consideration. But in the end, I'm me and my coaches. No, man, you, you said that. So in other words, he's just wasting air. If he tell you if, if he told you what I just told you and you're the GM, it's like he's just wasting air. So don't even bother. Let's, huh? say, let's say if, if, if the GM and the defensive coaches and stuff say, let's pick up. I say, uh, give me five guys we should pick up to, to help us in the secondary. And they give me five guys. And then Russell come along and give me number six. I will put him on the list also with our list. And the, then the I that list. Out of that list, we'll have a vote. So Russell's voice is there. And if you don't have people that want to go with his voice, then that vote don't even matter. One of the best quarterbacks in the league, and he got to fucking uh, uh, write down a list for you instead he of just walking gotta, up. You don't got to do shit. No, no, I didn't say he had to give me a list. I said, I'm agreeing with you. If he walked up to me and said, this quarterback is good. He gave me trouble last year. It'd be a good idea if we pick him up. I say, okay, Russ, we got you. When we go to our meeting, the GM and the other coaches, and we have our dra- our draft board or our free agent board. These are the guys we're going after. I would add the name that Russell put there if another coach didn't. So his name is on the board thanks to Russell. But we're still <laughs> going to have a vote and put our minds together on who we're going to pick. And if the other coaches don't want to go Russell route, then we don't go that route. Well, you almost sounded like a shut up and dribble kind of guy. Because uh, I didn't tell, he, no, see, so you're going to the stream with it. If I said shut up when he said, Hey, I got an idea about this, nope, shut up. I don't need you. No, but you already said you wouldn't take him serious. I said I'll put it on the board with the other players, and if the rest of the coaches don't want to go that route, we won't go that route. Uh, you okay. act like you act like I got to treat him like Carson Wentz, and I, whoever he wants, that's what we pick up. No, 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 I didn't say that, but he should have more, he should have a bigger input than what he should. Why, why shouldn't he? He went to the Super Bowl. He won the Super Bowl. He went to another Super Bowl. They lost because not because of him, because of bad fucking coaching. So why wouldn't he have any say? So he's been there for how long? He's 32. He's been there since ever since he was a rookie. So, so why why shouldn't so, he have? Uh, so, so, so he lost the Super Bowl. You say it wasn't his fault, and I no. say it, it was his fault. No, they should have ran it in. He threw it. They should have ran it in. He could have audible out of that. He could have threw a better pass. He didn't have to throw well, it in. He, he don't have no interception. He threw an interception on the goal line, so I don't want to hear it. Well, maybe he don't have no say-so in the Auburn. Oh, yes, he do. And I was like, damn. Uh, all right, y'all, ladies and gentlemen out there, uh, that Super Bowl, well, I don't know what Super Bowl number was it. Um, me and Philip was supposed to meet up and watch it. Well, you supposed to watch it over my house? I can't remember. It, well, it was my uncle's birthday, 
And I said, I know y'all ain't having a birthday party on Super Bowl Sunday. See, they ain't in the sports like that. So I was like, well, all right, I'll stay. And then when it's halftime, I'll leave. So I'm watching the football. I'm watching the Super Bowl on this little ass TV in the kitchen. So uh, at the uh, what's the name was uh, Beast Mode was just tearing it up, and I was like, oh shit, they was getting close. And I'm like, you know what? I'm a I'm gonna leave here early because I knew they was about to score right there. He was just tearing up. Would have been the MVP of the Super Bowl if they had won. They get on the goal line. He throws it an interception. Now come on now, now you know that wasn't his fault. That was bad fucking coaching. It's not, it's not all running. his fault, but in the end, it's still his fault. He's the quarterback. He's a Super Bowl winning quarterback, and he threw an interception on a one. He didn't have to throw that pass. He could have audible. He could have snuck. So you trying to tell me he can't audible out of plays, but you want his his input on drafting players and picking up free agency bullshit? No, what he what he's saying is he should have a he should have a bigger a bigger input or, or, or who they should draft and who they should should get. Why not? Okay, here's a here's a here's a question for you. Do you believe he should sit in on on a draft meetings? I just said that. I said I no, think no, no. I, I'm, I, I'm, I said, wait, 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 wait. I'm not talking about no list. Give me a list. I'm talking about there's a chair. He's sitting in on the meetings, draft meetings, and he's adding problem with that. Okay, but All I wouldn't right. have a problem if he wasn't there either. So well, damn, you like well, now like well, look, play. I just play. I just. Pay you to damn to shut up and, and throw a football. You don't have no input whatsoever. So you're going to the stream because I didn't say shut up and I didn't say he couldn't talk. If he want to talk, he can talk. If he don't, he don't. I don't, so he, I don't care which way he go. Okay, so would you listen to his input? I just told you I would. <laughs> so if he, if he comes in the meeting and he say, this is a draft meeting, he comes in the meeting and he sits in and he giving his input, I would listen. I would hear what he got to say. If he don't show up for the draft meeting, I won't be mad at him either because the coaches, the GM is still going to put their head together and make their pick. So he don't have no say-so or who to draft or not. If that's how you feel, then. Okay. It is what me, me and Dan Patrick disagree with, with you because Dan Patrick don't understand no, why put, I don't have Because you're putting words in my mouth. I didn't say he didn't have an input. you making it seem like I said he didn't have an input. I said I don't care if he got an input or not. If he got an input, great. If he don't. I'm not sweating him about it. Damn, that's cold. As long, long as I put these Pro Bowl receivers in, in, around him and he can get throw them the ball, I ain't mad at him. All right, so what about the defense then? Because then you say about the defense. And that's you my, about defense. I got de- I got defensive coordinator. I got defensive coaches. I got defensive leaders. That's why I depend on the word about the defense. So he, so he's on the field and he's looking at Honey Badger. He's facing against Honey Badger and he likes the way he play. So you mean to tell me that he can't go to them and say, damn, Man, he's a he's a good good he's a, a safety, right? He ain't a quarterback, he's a safety. Yeah. Okay, uh damn, he's a good safety. We need we need a safety, but he's a good safety. Man, I had struggles trying to trying to read what he was trying to do. He'd be a he should be a good pick for us. So be just like, because they have I'm a like, defensive coordinator, they have a defensive coordinator and defensive uh person coaches and personnel, you mean to tell me they can't listen to what he said? I didn't see you making it seem like I said they can't listen. I never said nobody can listen. I said he can speak up and whatever. I didn't say that he shouldn't speak up and they shouldn't listen. I didn't say that. What I'm saying is if you're going after one of the top free agents and your quarterback is one of the highest paid, if you're having cap issues, not saying they do, but if they did, I'd be like, yeah, everybody, the fucking whole world knows Honey Badger is one of the best safeties in the league. If you want us to bring him in here, then you need to take a pay cut. God damn. So what about anybody else? No one knows. You don't what I'm saying is you don't you don't need your quarterback to tell you about a good safety in the league because you got scouts, you got coaches, you got the NFL telling you this person is good. So you don't need your quarterback to tell you he's good. The whole world already knows he's good. Good players cost money. 
<laughs> well, first of all, why do he got to take a pay cut? Why can't somebody else take a pay cut? What is he? Fourth, fourth, third? Yeah, second? it don't matter. Yeah, it don't matter. That don't matter. That's why. That's why. No, it don't matter. That's why. That's that's my reason. Oh man, <clears throat> you, you like a <laughs> you supposed to just throw a ball and that's it. <laughs> I don't want to. No, write it, write it on the list. That's how you. Feel. That's how you. Feel. <laughs> well, uh, on the basketball now, Philip was the type of person where we said between uh, you would get rid of and be over uh, over um, what's his face? Um, no, 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 no. See, here we go with this again. <laughs> Don't put words in my mouth. I said if I have to get rid of one of them. And Bede is going before Ben Simmons. That's what I said. So oh, okay. But then, like all right. Well, other, that's okay. All right. Well, you you yes. said it. You said it. Okay. okay. So, well, what you have to say about this now? Because MB is exactly. at thirty points. Okay. Okay. So, 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 you, hold, hold. so, so, because so, he's having a great MVP year. Now you're ready to rub it in. But yes. when he was missing time and and his stomach was hurting. He got bubble guts and the shits. I didn't hear nothing from you then. So don't talk shit now that he's having an MVP year. Okay. All right, so he's having the MVP year now. <laughs> what you think about that? Oh, and, and he also had 50 points on, what was that, Friday? Yeah, he had 50 points on Friday. Go ahead. Now, who, oh, 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 wait a minute, before you answer that, now who would you rather get rid of, Ben or Embiid? <laughs> see, see you're, you're, you're twisting words to favor what you're trying to say. <laughs> It's not who I'd rather get rid of. It's if I have to get rid of one or the other. That's the conversation that you're you're twisting. You don't have to get rid of none of them, but if you had to, which one would it be? That's yeah. that's that's what it is. So don't make it seem like who I want to get rid of, and, and that's not it. It's more to it than it's deeper than that. Uh, okay. I don't. I said because I said I don't want to get rid of neither one. I would make them play together. But if I had to get rid of one of them, then I would get rid of Embiid. So if you had to get rid of them. Today on on February the twenty first, who would you get rid of? Midway through the season, you don't got to get rid of nobody. Why did you got rid of it? <laughs> the trading deadline coming up. Uh, so like, uh, the All Star okay, break but, but, is about to happen. But, but we're like we're first in the East. You don't got to get rid of nobody. Let's say we was we was trash right now. And that's when you got to say this is not working out. We got to we got to do something. If uh, you're first, if you're first in the in, in, in the in the uh the East, you don't got to get rid of nobody. Whatever you're doing is working. Okay, now if they were having a trash season, but they both still had the same uh, stats, uh, who would you get rid of, Phil, on February the twenty first? And be you feel better? No, you wouldn't. You why why you asking me the question if you want to answer for yourself? You just saying because I want you to hear. I want you to tell it, say what you really would say, and you would get rid of Ben Simmons. No, I wouldn't. No, okay. He, he he's younger, he's more agile, and he's not injury prone as Ben ever Embiid uh, is. But what is he doing? He he still can can he still shoot? Nope. <laughs> but, but you but, but he's turned into one of the best on on ball defenders in the league. He's like right there, like in the top three for a defensive player of the year. So that's what he's doing. Okay, so what's gonna happen when it comes to the playoff time and you need him to score? The players are going. The defense. The defense is going to play back and make him shoot, and he's not going to shoot since they're playing back. He's not. He's not going to penetrate the lane. And Embiid is not going to be there for you. He's going to be taking the day off, or he's going to have the shits again. So what's the difference? Embiid was. Embiid was the only one that was playing. Uh. uh oh, last last season. Oh shit. <laughs> so do you do you have any high hopes for the Sixers this season? I think. 
I think they're gonna uh it's either the Sixers or the Nets. Even though the Nets don't play defense, they still got three MVPs on that team. Well, two MVPs on that team. So I think they got a chance because I'm not real high on the Nets yet, but they is getting better. So I mm-hmm. think the Sixers can come out the East. And we still we still don't give Giannis his props. He be dominating the East, but he just can't do shit in the playoffs. Come out the East again, it's gonna be a West Championship again. Yeah, they uh because everything is about LeBron, but he's he he'll probably be he can be a two time MVP. Uh, Giannis, I'm talking about two time in a row MVP. But who's he coming just, out of the West? He he just did, didn't he? No, didn't LeBron win the year before last? He won this year, and that's why I was talking about two times he will win. No, MVP I thought him, I thought him beat um Giannis just won back to back MVP. No, I thought him beat Le- one. For, LeBron ain't getting no MVP for nineteen. Hold on, let me check. I think Giannis got back to back. Well, a three time. Uh, uh, they're not. No, they're not going to give him a third, no matter what numbers he put up this year. The reason why because they gave him. I think they gave him back to. Yeah, he went back. Okay, you're right. MVP. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, so by them giving him back to back, and he doing the exact same thing both years, getting his ass kicked in the playoffs, getting exposed. They're not going to give him MVP again. So whatever he do, they don't have that. That's a regular season. It does, right? It's the regular season, but they look at that stuff and they're not going to give him MVP again. Because if that was the case, fucking uh, what's the name? Be winning MVP every year, uh, Will Chamberlain, but he couldn't do shit in the playoffs. Uh, so who's coming out of the West? Uh, I like the Lakers again. I think Utah right now is uh the top seed, but I don't see them holding on to that. Okay. And who else in the besides the Lakers? Who else in the West can really like? Kick ass like that. The other teams that can would be like Denver, tall, but they ain't got nothing for for the Lakers. They 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 small ball, but once that defense get on the ass, they don't know what to do. Right. So no Phoenix, huh? Phoenix is good, but they all shooters. That you know what I mean. You put right. D on them, you can shut them down. You got to have somebody that can bang in the paint, draw fouls, somebody smashing boards and blocking shots on the other end. You know what I mean. You got to have those type of stoppers. Phoenix Phoenix got a shooter, and they added another. Uh, so no, no uh, Utah. They got somebody to bang in the paint, right? But see, then then you look at when it comes to Utah. The only thing I don't like about him, what's his name, is good, but he's he's a between a shooting guard and a point guard, Donovan Mitchell. So mm-hmm. let's say he's a point guard. He's a point guard to shoot the ball thirty times. Like you, another Iverson, you can't win like that. Okay, now, <clears throat> well, we got our bags packed, and we're about to go to Cancun. But oh, oh shit. <laughs> Ted Cruz beat us. Ted Cruz, a senator from Texas who should have been out there helping people on the street, giving people water, giving people food. This motherfucker takes his kids and his wife and goes to Mexico and throws his damn kid under the bus. <laughs> here's the here's the article. Well, we are going to begin with Ted Cruz under fire right now. The Texas senator speaking out overnight after facing outrage for taking his family on that vacation to Cancun while millions in his home state are living in those deadly conditions. Trevor Alt is in Houston with the very latest on this story. Good morning, Trevor. Good morning, Cecilia. You know, in this political climate, it's not often you hear citizens from both parties vocally upset with a single politician. But every Texan that I talked to was unhappy with Senator Cruz jetting off from Mexico. And now we are hearing, especially from people who have spent the past few days waiting out in 30 or 40 degree temperatures inside their homes. 
Following swift backlash, overnight Senator Ted Cruz saying it was a mistake to leave Texas in the midst of an unprecedented crisis to take his family to Mexico. It was obviously a mistake, and in hindsight, I, I wouldn't have done it. Um, I was trying to do that. Cruz <laughs> says the ill-timed vacation was planned on a whim after the power went out at his family's Houston home. We had spent two days without power. And my girls wanted to take a trip with their friends and frankly get somewhere uh, where it was warmer. I flew them down last night and then I just flew back today. Yeah, you got obtained by That's the New York fun. Times, allegedly sent by Cruz's wife, Heidi, reveal the family invited friends to join them in Cancun and stay at the Ritz-Carlton because their house was freezing. <laughs> While Cruz originally seemed to indicate he was simply dropping off his daughters and returning Thursday, he now admits to planning on staying in Mexico through the weekend and working remotely before changing his mind. I started having so second thoughts almost the moment I sat down on the plane. So I, I changed my return <laughs> flight and, and, and flew back uh, on the first available flight I could take. On Wednesday, photos showing the Cruz family at Houston's airport and aboard that flight bound for Cancun quickly went viral. The trip prompting fierce backlash as millions in Texas went without power and water. Houston's Democratic mayor unleashing harsh criticism. Well, it's certainly much warmer where he's going. And while the Republican governor declined to comment. Kennedy, I haven't been following people's vacation plans. We've, we've been working li literally all night. Fox News hosts calling out the senator. I mean, this is kind of day one stuff if you're a politician. If, if there's a, a weather disaster in your state, you don't go on a tropical vacation. <laughs> and even <laughs> taking aim at Cruz. While his fellow Texans are freezing with the power out, Ted Cruz did what any great leader would do when his state needs leadership most. He booked a flight to Mexico and said, adios, amigos. On Thursday afternoon, cameras caught the senator pulling a suitcase through Cancun International Airport heading home. Where protesters were gathered outside demanding Cruz resign. To go fly to warmer weather when people are freezing in their homes shows exactly how out of touch he is. People are dying. Cruz <laughs> then sitting down for an interview with our Houston station, KTRK. I don't like this being used as a distraction from the real issues. But it wouldn't be a distraction if you'd stayed here and said these same things, right, and gotten out yeah. in the streets. I, I, I agree. The angry haters screaming resign, Dang, I think that is eight. a sad sign of where we are. I don't do that to other people. But Cruz's past criticism oh, of Democratic rivals is now back in the spotlight. In one December tweet attacking Austin Mayor Steve Adler and other Democrats. I just Democrats. sent you that link. While telling constituents to stay home, Cruz called them hypocrites, complete and utter hypocrites. And this morning, there are some Republicans criticizing Senator Cruz, not for taking this trip to Cancun, but for saying they think he shouldn't have apologized. Amy, much more to come on this. Trevor Alt, thank you so much. On Twitter. Yeah, so uh, here, while you're looking for it, I'll, show you, I'll just go into it. So he's the main one that's... Uh, for years now, been criticizing other politicians when there's been a crisis situation going on and they went on vacation or went golfing. He's been slamming like I think three or four other people, even Obama, like he got in his ass about something. So Mr. Boogie's all is known for that. That's why I call him Mr. Boogie. You remember uh, the video when he was doing an interview with the big boogie hanging on his lip and he licked it and just kept talking. 
No. Yo, remember that man? It was all over the internet. No. Uh-uh. Oh my god. Yeah, he he's doing an interview. Fucking boogie slot out his face while he talking. He he licks it, like falls right in his mouth, and then he just keep on talking like it ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. So I call. So I've been calling him Mr. Boogie ever since. Um. Do you want Do you want us to play the video they have here? Which video? The video or the link you sent me? Oh no! I just wanted you to see that uh, Ted Cruz been talking shit about other people doing it for a while now, and now he's sitting here doing it and talking shit. Right. You now, can play it if you want. You can play it if you want. I didn't know it was uh, a whole joint. I just wanted you to see. Uh, so I, when I mentioned that, he talked shit about other people that you would see. It. Taxpayers pay his salary. May we just remind everyone. And but he couldn't hightail it away from them fast enough when crisis struck. Now, interestingly, he in a campaign ad talks about how wonderful he will be in a crisis. This was him after Hurricane Harvey. Here's his campaign ad. When disaster struck, Texans came together, helping each other, everyone doing their part. Like Ted Cruz, who brought home billions in disaster relief and passed emergency tax relief for those hit by Hurricane Harvey. No official state or federal has been more involved in the recovery of Galveston County than Senator Ted Cruz. When the hurricane hit, you stood up for Texas, and Ted Cruz stood up for you. I'm Ted Cruz, and I approve this message. Unless it's cold out. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And my daughters want to go to Cancun, uh, apparently. Uh, Listen, you can imagine the kind of attack ads that he is going to face uh, when he runs for re-election in 2024. Maybe he runs for re-election. Maybe he he runs for president. But listen, this ultimately may not actually affect uh, his political prospects in, in Texas. Perhaps they affect it uh, nationally, but we we are at a time where sort of identity for many people is much more important uh, than acts of service. What you do for constituencies uh, is much less important than whether or not you are you know, wearing the, the jersey that they want you to wear. So, you know, and that's in some ways what Ted Cruz probably suspects, that he can kind of get away with something like this throw his daughters uh, under the bus and make an appearance on Fox News and all will be well. You had hosts on Fox News and conservatives uh, defending Ted Cruz, saying, oh, well, what could Ted Cruz actually do uh, in in this situation? He's only a senator from Texas, uh, so he knows that reality. And so in that way, he probably didn't really uh, care much, you know, fleeing uh, his constituents. Yeah, he probably also does the math and says he's got four years before he's got to be reelected and hope that people forget by next week. And they may. I mean, they (laughs) may. And they'll probably forget. So I agree right along with him. Four years is a long time. So mm-hmm. they'll probably forget he did that. And the per- and they said, what could he do? On he what he could he do? He could be out in the streets giving out water. He could be out in the streets giving out blankets. Uh, he could have been doing you, something. You know, it's a lot. It's a lot he could do besides going on vacation. Right. And and here's the thing. Now, as you see, he got a nice looking house. Now, shit is always happening in Texas. You got hurricanes and cyclones and storms. So the electric part goes out fairly often. I'm talking about electric, not having electric for a day and all that type of shit. Mm. Now, don't you think that he would have a generator? Like the generator that's connected to the house, not not the uh, generator. Go ahead. I'm pretty, sure his ho- I'm pretty sure his house is not in the dark. He got all his shit taken care of and fixed. Right. So he, he can't be in he can't be in Texas chilling, living large in this house that's like all ready for this type of weather while everybody else is fucked up and he's chilling. Right. 
So, uh, well, I've seen pictures a day of him outside giving out water and stuff, too. So, it, I, I guess... Clean, trying to clean it up now. Right. <laughs> hey, I, I just thought I was being a good dad. 40. Look at the uh, look at the message I just sent your phone. Mr. Mr. Boogie in action. Oh, man, that thing is like... right. Ugh. Watch when it, watch when he tastes. You can see him like, mm, like he he made that type of gesture with his face. <laughs> it went to his top lip, then it went to his bottom lip, <laughs> and, yeah, right and down it, the belly. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you don't remember this. This was like no. all over the place. People was talking about that. Uh, it went to his top lip and the bottom lip, and just he said, mm. Mm, "You see, how he did his lips." <laughs> <laughs> What an asshole, man. Hey, look, if if you everybody out there in Texas, y'all mad that he did that? Well, four years from now, you know what you got to do is vote his ass out, which you probably won't since it's a red state anyway. But okay, Philip, it's movie time. And please give us the breakdown of the salt and pepper the movie. That was uh my phone uh and the Google and when I said movies. <laughs> so give us the breakdown of the salt and pepper movie. No, I can't really give you a breakdown because it was hard for me to pay attention. But, wow. Um, you you can give the breakdown and maybe I'll chime in. No, we talked about it uh last week, but it's your turn. I don't really got much to say about it. It was bullshit. I didn't really enjoy it. I mean, they made a big thing about Trush being abusive, but I didn't really see it. They didn't show anything. You know what I mean? Well, what about you? Ain't talk about the scene where she went. She was so um, uh, upset that he verbally abused her. She hid in the covers. <laughs> okay, that, that, that covers is really going to protect you, right? And salt and, and salt had to talk her out of the covers. Come on, Pepper, get out them damn covers. <laughs> I don't and want to. <laughs> they're not they're not talking but they still going to do a award show together and then patch it up like yeah. really how, how can you even if you hadn't feeling nobody or, and, and and really fucking with it no more you should just turn down the show or your money hurt you just got to do this to get some money or something i don't know right and remember that time well when it came out that uh uh Tretch was was abusing abusing pepper remember that time we saw him at the old school concert and and Naughty by Nature was Naughty by Nature. I think uh, Salt and Pepper was the headline, so Naughty by Nature had came on before them, and Pepper had got on stage with with uh, Salt and Pepper. Uh, what was they singing? Water Man. Mm-hmm. And we looked at each other. Was like, well, ain't he supposed to be abusive? What are they doing on stage with each other? <laughs> you don't they, remember they that? Played, they played a uh, yeah. I remember yeah. they played a victim when when they can benefit them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But he came on there and was like he never was abusive to her. But like you said, like you said, she's from the uh, Island Blood, yeah. Jamaican or whatever. They're yeah. not gonna sit back and just let you curse them out, talk shit to them, beat them up, and they don't do nothing. Oh hell no! Yeah, uh, you you slap you slap one of them faces, and uh, you know you. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do it. And go to bed. You gonna wake up in the morning? It's gonna be a damn machete in your chest. They don't <laughs> they don't play around and shit like that. Well, I brought up the movie stuff because. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, Martin Scorsese. You know, Martin Scorsese, director of The Departed, The Irishman, mm-hmm. Gangs of New York, yeah. Goodfellas, Casino. And, you know, uh, as you see the uh, the point here of the movies he's talking about. And the March, the March 2001 edition of Harper's Magazine, he said, quote, the art of cinema is being semantically devaluated. 
sideline, demean it, and reduce to its lowest common denominator due to the film, due to naming of the films as content. Well, of course, you know who he's referring to. He doesn't like uh, Marvel superhero movies. Yeah. So my question to you is, uh, do we forget movies of Predator, (laughs) Terminator Rambo? Isn't that fucking content movies? (laughs) (laughs) uh, has summer blockbusters ever been ever been these heavy dialogue movies no they was always like goddamn yep transformers and shit like that uh space space shit arnold schwarzenegger Uh, he came out with a a damn summer movie every summer the thing is the thing is he's he's jealous because marvel movies are making more of a splash in hollywood than his movies so he's putting more time and effort into his movies and then a comic book movie got blowout fucking people going to the theaters breaking records and stuff and he's getting mad about that on some jealousy shit right so uh and and then i see people on twitter i brought this up because i saw people on twitter to my yeah he right uh yeah he right about that but i'm like isn't star wars a fucking content movie what is Star Wars? They 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 made Star Wars movies and they sold products to children. Isn't that content? I, I think I still got Star Wars bed sheets in my in my basement from when I had when I was a little <laughs> kid. Oh, I had all type of Star Wars toys and ships and all that stuff. That's fucking content. So what is he talking about? Uh-huh. Jealousy shit, trying to bash Marvel and shit because they making a whole bunch of money. Right. So uh, no. Um, uh, uh, I goddamn, we forgot about Rocky shit, Rocky Five, Rocky Six, and all type of shit. That's content. Um, so you didn't watch the Wendy Williams movie, right? No, I didn't watch it. Okay, what was the last movie you watched? Oh, I just seen uh, the Judas. And what you think of that one? Uh, yeah, no spoilers because I didn't watch it yet. So, uh, what you think about that? Um, I thought it could have been better. Mm-hmm. I thought it should have been like more in detail and a deeper type storyline script. I mean, uh, on a scale of one to ten, knowing you didn't see it, and let's say five being average, I would give it probably like six. Okay, so it's not hyped up as everybody claim it is. Then I think I think your boy Lakeith, I think he did a good job, but there's a lot of bullshit in the movie. I'm like, did that really happen? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'll let you watch it before like we'll discuss it again. Okay, so what else you watched? I really just been watching like uh TV shows. Not really. It, right now, there's really no movies out. Oh, I watched um. That was a little while ago, maybe like a month or two ago. Um, what is it called? The one with Russell Crowe and he uh and Road Rage. Oh, okay, I know what you're talking about, but I didn't see it. How was yeah, that? I, oh, I like that movie. I give that a good seven and a half. Okay. Because it was more realistic. I mean, even though he was doing some over the top shit, you got to watch out what you say to people. This mom with her kids and she going cut the dude off, then lean on a horn instead of tapping the horn when he got all this shit. Like, you don't know what people going through. So when the light turned green, he he all up in his thoughts and he didn't go. And instead of like, you know, the, the light tap, the like, yo, let's go. She leaned on a horn, cursed him out. I think she gave him the finger. So then the movie is about him fucking harassing her. You know what I mean? But it's like this real because you don't know what people going through and who you fucking with. He could be a mass murderer and you just gave him the finger. You know what I mean? Well, it sounds kind of realistic. I see why you liked it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, everybody, Philip is also Philip is a food critic and a movie critic. That's why I'm asking him about this stuff. He's good on food and he's good on uh, (laughs) movies. 
uh, my father had uh, called me and asked me where it was a good spot to get some pizza. I said, I don't know. You should have called Philip and asked him. Anytime, <laughs> he, anytime you mention him food around here, call and ask him. Because he said he every time he uh, get food, every time he get pizza, I'm sorry. Every time he get pizza, he said it's either full of, is not enough tomato sauce or it's too much tomato sauce where it's soggy. And he said he liked a little even balance. And he said, well, do I got to ask for uh, for uh, extra sauce? I said, I don't know. Anytime you come to food, come to about food, you got to ask Phil about it because I don't know anything about food around here. Now, what's you've the best? Around, you've been living around here longer than all of us, but you don't know about food. Now, no, I'm, I'm sorry. You eating trees and shit. Okay. Now, the only time I get pizzas from Queen, I, well, Queen of Pizzas or Pizza Hut, since there ain't no damn Pizza Hut no more. See, I like, I always like Pizza Hut because I like their crust. Yeah, I like the crust too. And since there ain't no damn Pizza Hut around here no more, I don't know what happened. Uh-huh. It's like almost like they're going out of business or something. All right, so uh, you said TV. Now, <laughs> what's the TV show you you listen to? You look at that. Well, I'm watching yours, uh, Married at First Sight. <laughs> that's why I start laughing. That, that 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 that's my wife's show. That shit had me cracking up. The shit is funny. You know what I mean? Yeah, those those women don't need to be married. The one the one you said that's that's with the uh the muscular guy, who who seems like a mass murderer because he he always even tone. Everybody, anytime a person that's just even tone, watch out. He never he never when he's upset is just always the same level. It's yeah, never I don't, up I don't, down. See, my my wife called him Gronk, and he reminds me of a. Uh, uh, is a cop from Pittsburgh that I was hanging out with for a couple weeks in the military. We was doing some training together. We had to do like land nav. We spent a lot of time because they buddy you up with, on, with pairs. And when you do these training things like that, a lot of times they pair you up with somebody you don't know. So I was working with this uh, cop from Pittsburgh. It looked exactly like him, like his facial features, his gestures that he make, all this shit. So whenever I see him, I laugh because he remind me of the cop boy. But I didn't see him do anything or say anything dippy. This is lying as a uh, new wife. Because yeah. she sat there, she sat there and said it was only for girls. And then when he went down there, he saw, and he did nothing wrong. She just been playing him and shit. Mm-hmm. But damn, if you don't want to be here, don't be here. You know what I mean? Right. Well, she's not ready for marriage. Of course, you know the drunk young girl. She she ain't ready for marriage. She just she in that phase where she want to be out on Saturday night and hang out with friends and all that stuff. But being in a marriage, you can't you can't have that life. And of well, course, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go, go ahead. ahead. And of course, you know, our, our uh, Chris and Paige. Chris and Paige is only two people I name I know. I don't know anybody else's name on there. Yeah, I don't know their names either. But um, the, the young drunk girl with the pilot. See, that's his problem because he wanted a real young girl. To a real young girl, you got to expect in her young 20s, I think she's like, what, 25 or something? Yeah. She's still at that party phase. She still want to go out and drink. And she said she go out like four times a week or something. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So if you want to be with a younger, that's what you got to take. The only thing I didn't like about, like, if you if, if that was me, I would understand that she going out. She can't go out three or four times a week. But if she want to go out twice a week, okay, you know what I mean? And the thing I didn't like about her, she got a lot of single male friends. And yeah. he, he nipped that in the bud, but she didn't like right. that. Well, the thing about him is when he boarded up, he could see she was getting upset. And he then kind of backed down somewhat. But what I say is he should have stand firm because... Well, I've never been married yet. And well, Philip is married, so he can have a lot of input than what I can. But I don't know what in the world does a married woman have to talk about with her sing with I guess these guys are single, were single male friends. What do they have in common? What do they have to talk about? If you have something to talk about, you should be talking to your husband, not them. 
I agree. So, and, so, and you see how when she was telling the other girl, and they they couldn't believe that he said that. Like, oh, what? Well, well, men and men and women would never see eye to eye on that topic because even I talked to two of my coworkers about it. Me and my wife talked about it, and then even my wife was like, "Well, what if it was a gay guy?" And I was like, "No, I don't want my wife to have a gay best friend. You know, that's a dude." But but the what? thing is, if 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 my wife told me like I got a gay best friend, and and she tell me what they would talk about. And I can understand it. I'm like, okay, I give you that. But my question is, what do you have to talk about? What do y'all have to talk about that you should be talking to your husband about? See, my thing with my thing with a, a female having a lot of single male guy friends, and, and let's say, uh, first of all, a guy is trying to find a girl that he can sleep with or get in a relationship with or something like that. So why would a single guy hanging around you knowing you're married? He could be spending this time with a girl that he can possibly go somewhere with. You know what I mean? Right. Well, you know, somebody we know. And uh, I think you, you would know who he's talk who we talk about if I tell you the story. Uh, she has a, a best friend, a male best friend, but they've been knowing each other ever since they was kids, neighborhood friends, like grew up with each other, spending hours mm-hmm. with each other house and all that shit. So she was married, and so she will always go to go to the best friend, telling her problems about what her husband was doing or what he ain't doing and all that stuff. So recipe for disaster. So the friend, the friend. He already he already got these notions about the husband, so he didn't like him because every time you mention every time she mentioned him, it's always something negative. So of course he ain't gonna like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He thinks that he's just such a terror. I say, yeah, because that's what you tell him. You tell him everything mm-hmm. something negative about him. So yep. what I can't understand, what do what do what do women have to talk to a male friend about? And she's married. Yeah. And I, oh, I'm telling you. That page, if they stay together, that page is gonna get pregnant. Because ain't no way in hell that they're married and she and he's gonna be taking care of a little baby. Oh no, you going she's gonna get pregnant. Watch. But see that that guy, uh, he said just enough to piss her off and upset her, and then he pulled back and tried to make it seem like, but I'm with you and I'm trying to make this work. But right. you just contradicted yourself from what you said before. <laughs> you said you and your ex was having conversations about possibly getting back together. And y'all got a kid on the way. Why don't you tell your, your wife? Like, why are you even on the show? Mm-hmm. And why is she putting up with all of this? Yeah, because she said God going to get her through this uh, situation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to be a single mom with his baby. You watch. Yep, she's going to definitely get pregnant because ain't no way in the world. They newly married. He's not going to be taking care of a baby like that. They're going to be taking care of a kid of their own. She's going to get mm-hmm. pregnant. If they stay together, she's going to get pregnant. And, and then, like, those those girls, okay, I can understand that they hate him. Just like what, what the Russell Wilson dude said to his girl. Like, you got to help. You can't help somebody if they can't help themselves. Y'all arguing with the guy. Y'all getting an argue, heated argument with the guy. And she's sitting there, like, ain't saying nothing. So mm-hmm. she don't give a shit. Why should you? And he, he told her that, and she got all upset. And like he said, yep. you have to watch pretty much what you just said about the Russell Crowe movie. You have to watch what you say to people. You mm-hmm. you have to watch what you say. You can't say just anything that's on, on off the top of your head to people because you don't know how they're going to react. And what he's right. trying to tell her that so so because he's trying to tell her that if she say something to him and he react all hollering and getting in his, her face, then he's going to have to step in. And he don't really want to have those problems uh, of getting in a conversation like that with somebody. That's what he mm-hmm. was trying to tell her. Well, but, that's like the other couple. The other couple that was arguing, and then the guy. She must have said something in the middle of the night. Like, I don't like how you didn't stick up for me. So the next day he was like, yo, 
anytime you got something to say to her, you say it to me. I was like, yo, he should have been nipped that in the butt. When he was arguing with her back and forth and calling yep. her drunk and all that, he should have been like, yo, chill, chill. You want to talk to me? We can talk. But you ain't going to keep talking to her like that. You know what I mean? And he should have calmed this girl down and had her chill. But to let them argue back and forth, like, what is he doing arguing with her like that? Right. Well, well, I guess, you know, in this day and age, you can't talk to uh, you can't do that to women because, uh, you know, they have their opinion. They have their minds and stuff. So, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, all right, Philip. So another show that I know you watched. Did you watch Queen Latifah in The Equalizer? No. <laughs> and why is that? I just forgot about it. I mean, I didn't have it as a to do list or let me watch the show. But I forgot that it came on. And then right. I, I just forgot that it was actual show. All right. Can you put it on your list? Probably not. <laughs> Why not? It's, is it's, she like is she like is she like an action hero cop? No. Uh do you remember the TV show Person of Interest? Yeah. Okay. It's it's damn near the same type of show, except Except, you know how the guy would get get the things like in the, it was the things in the future. He would get like computer. Uh, the computer was telling him stuff in the future. Right. Yeah. It was like the computer would give him like a, a, a somebody social security number or something. And this person is going to be involved in a crime or a crime is going to be involved, uh, committed against them or they're going to commit the crime. So right. then they try to find that person and, and like fix it, stop it before it happened. Right. And the guy was in like an abandoned subway. Uh, with the glasses, yeah. Okay, so the guy in person of interest, the guy was in the subway giving giving the the hero uh telling the hero you know what to do. What Philip just explained. So we on this show we also have a guy with glasses and a command station, pretty much doing the same thing. He's like a computer guy. So they got the computer guy now. Uh, Taji Henson was like his, uh, she was a cop on person of interest and she would help him out with solving, solving the crimes and all that type of shit. So that we had, we also have, a uh, a a, 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 a sidekick on the show. Also, the only thing that's different is, uh, Queen Latifah has a daughter and, and an aunt. That's the only thing different with the show. So it's pretty much the same show. Uh-huh. So I don't think it's, it's not bad at all. And no, she's not. What you mean, like flying in the air and drop kicking no, and punching? No, no, no. I'm not talking about like superhero flying, but I mean like how my man on a person of interest, how he would fight. He was like a, a action type of dude, like not just talking and pulling the gun out. He would actually fight. Was she doing that? Uh, I like to see her get her big ass leg up and kick. <laughs> like, come on now. Uh, no, she's not throwing kicks, but she threw a punch and, and all that type of stuff. Her <laughs> big ass league. Damn y'all code. It's a damn TV show, Phil. Just like personal interest, that's a TV show. <laughs> what the hell? But the guy was like fucking uh ex fucking soldier. He was like fucking oh, she, she's uh, a special ex- forces or something she, like that. She's a special forces also. That's what I'm saying. It's like the same show. Yeah, she's like a uh like a I don't they never really gave a background, a military background, but it's another guy on there. Um uh, what's his name? Is it Christopher North? The uh, the dude that used to be on the love interest on um, what's that? What's the show with uh, uh, Sex in the City? I never watched that. Oh, okay. Well, but he used to be on Law and Order too. That's the only places I know he was on. He's like she's like a, a higher ranked military person also, and they all work together. So um, 
the military people found out that she was doing shit on the side mm-hmm. and and uh they want her to work with them also. So that's how she's like a number one draft pick pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you don't believe that neither, huh? Mm-mm. No. It's a t- it's a TV show, sir. That's all right. <laughs> so so uh you going to watch it for us and, and Probably uh, not. <laughs> God damn. I got enough stuff on my plate I can watch. All right. What what uh, what's on your plate then? I just started watching uh season 2 of Bear Grylls. Okay, cuz of Kevin uh, Samuel. Yeah. Cuz he uh he was uh the one I'm watching is like he said is 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 two islands one island with fourteen women and they got to survive for I think six to eight weeks and then there's another island with all fourteen men and they trying to survive for six to eight weeks. So is the women helpless? They're not, but they do a lot of stupid shit. Like my my wife watches it with me and she be like, I'm tired of them. All they do is sit around and talk. You know what I mean? They're not doing nothing. So like they'll sit around and be like, oh, I'm so hungry. Oh, I'm hungry too. Oh, my stomach hurting. And they're like crying and sitting around. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or e- even like they, they set a trap and court a pit. First off, Bear Grylls is helping these girls out a whole bunch where he's not doing for the guys like that. Like. He said he he said like we had to make sure he talking about the female island. He was like we had to make sure that it was uh plenty wildlife and 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 uh, food sources and stuff that to, to help you know to help them out or whatever. So after he said that, then it's like two little piglets on the island, and they're like oh you know the girls they starve and they fucking stomach touching their rib. But they're like oh look at the baby pigs. So they gave the pigs names. Here they starving though. Gave the pigs names. You got to be kidding. The one, oh, this shit is crazy. The one girl sleeps with the pig. You know what I mean? So when they left, they left the beach and went to a, a long ass trek to find a, a better location. The pigs followed them to the new location. And so these pigs are like their pets. They play with them. They hold them. They gave them the names. All this shit gets to the point. Gets to the point where they're like, yo, we got to We got to kill the pigs and eat. You know what I mean? They're like, no, we can't. They wind up fucking. And, I was, and then they crying and shit. They ate the pigs. But they was crying and all upset. And I'm like, why would you do this to these? These pigs trusted you like, you know, family. Y'all sleeping with them, playing with them. They followed y'all halfway across the island. Like, they little baby pigs, too. Little teeny pigs. Mm -hmm. And then y'all gonna cut them up, eat them, and then start crying. That's crazy. (laughs) So what I think is, I think Bear Grylls put those little piglets on the island for them. But then mm-hmm. they became. You shouldn't. They should. What they should have did as soon as they saw them pigs, fucking cut their head off and eat them. You can't. That's right. Making right. giving them names and pets and all this shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So then, <laughs> so then they, they they gave them they gave them like a class to how to catch shit. So they put up a a, a, a snare trap to catch like wildlife. They caught. They supposedly caught a pig in a trap. So they're like, look, we got a pig. It's a big pig. We got a pig. So they're looking at it like. All right, so we need to go back to the camp and tell the girls that we got a pig so we can get some more help. You know what I mean? I'm like, yo, they need to go over there and kill that fucking pig right now. They don't know if that pig going to still be in the trap when they get back. Right. They go tell the girls. Then they come back. They don't know how to, to tackle this pig and, and go about it. So they go over to all willy-nilly and the pig gets free. And they're crying, <laughs> crying, upset, and hungry again. You know what I mean? I said, this show is crazy. So do do they fish? Uh, They try. You know what I mean? Oh, here, here's another thing. With, with when it, they sitting there struggling on the island, starving, can't find no food. Then one of the girls say, "Oh my God, it's a fisherman boat!" So she waving a fisherman boat over. He comes over, and then she's like, "Any fish, fish!" And she got her hand out like a beggar. And the guy like, "Yeah, you want fish?" And he threw like a big ass fucking barracuda on the island for them to eat. I said, "Get the fuck out of here!" Like, well, then that's cheating. That's what I said. I said that's bullshit. I said that must have been the staff again helping them out. First they gave them the piglets. Then they gave him this one. And then 
another pig that they got, they're walking through the woods and they're like, look, oh my God, look, it's a pig. He's asleep. The fucking pig is laying on the ground. I believe the fucking pig had got like drugged or tranquilizer and, and just placed in front of him so they can have something to eat. Because mm -hmm. ain't no pig going to just be sleep like that. And if you look at the pig, the pig like kind of look at him and shit, then close his eyes again. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. So they wind up jumping on the pig and they got the pig to eat. I said, oh man, they helping these girls out a lot. Uh, all right, so who's cleaning and cooking this pig? No, oh, they they uh gut them and all that shit. But they're Did fucking it, they're fucking idiots because there's one girl that's a vegetarian, but she's doing she they got like these two uh five gallon metal containers that they the uh the show gave them from the jump. They mm -hmm. gave the guys two too. Well, with the pig, they 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 didn't cook all the pig, but they cut it up. So the one girl, what she did was she uh filtered water. She uses uh one container to uh, filter the water, and then she boiled that, and then she go get more water with the other container. So the girls was like, we got a lot of meat here. Let's use one of the containers to, to put meat into, and then we can bury it in the ground, and it'll stay fresh, and we can eat it. And she like, no, that's a bad idea. Like, we use both containers so we can get we can always have water. They're like, no, nah, no. Nah. So she got all pissed off because she pretty much got outvoted. So when they put the container in the, in the ground with the meat in it, the next day they thinking they got, like, all this fucking ham to come back uh -oh. to. Uh-oh. <laughs> Like, oh, it's wretched. So here they uh, <laughs> they fucking they take it out of container. It stinks, but they like fuck it. It's not that bad. It's only one day or something. <laughs> they cook it. These girls are like fucked up. They like sick. They like shit in their pants. Running talking about I couldn't make it. I gotta wash my underwear out because there's shit all in there. I'm like, oh my god, you gotta be kidding me. So now the one girl that was a vegetarian that was a good idea. Exactly. Exactly. Go ahead. So now they like, we got to get rid of the rest of this meat. So they threw the meat out and a container with the rest of the meat in it. They was like, even though this was our, our, our container that we boil water and purify water, we got to get rid of it because uh, it stinks. So they throw that in the swamp too. And now the other girl's pissed off because she's like, I told you not to do that. Now we don't have enough water. So now they all dehydrated about to die. <laughs> and they pissed off. So the, the, they pissed one of the, the black girl on the island. She's a doctor. So uh, she tell them to piss in a cup and she going to get a cut their samples to the, like the crew and the crew mm -hmm. tested their samples and was like, y'all extremely dehydrated. Y'all got like 36 hours to, to pull yourself out of the situation on taking all y'all off the island. And he's and the guy said, uh, Bear Grylls, he like, what I need y'all to do is go get that container, use that second container and clean it out and do what you got to do to get that water. You know what I mean? Right. Did so, they do it? Yeah. yeah. But the one girl. The one girl that was always doing the water and stuff that got outvoted, she pissed off. So she's like, you know what? I'm not doing it. So they got mad at her because when they uh going out hunting, she didn't want to go hunting. No more. She was like, I'm only doing stuff that benefit me. I don't eat the food that y'all get, so I'm not going hunting no more. I wanted, <laughs> she said, I, I wanted water to have water for us all the time. Y'all wanted to mess it up, and now we're dehydrated. We can't get enough water because they only got the one container that's cooking. And once that container like cooks all the water, they like run out real fast. So they try to have like enough water for like the crew that's going hunting to drink some water or bring with them, but they don't have that. So now they're trying to go hunting without water. But as soon as they get out there, they're like all beat out of drawers so they get back to camp. They got to go back. I said, this shit is crazy. Now, what are the men in there doing? Living. <laughs> so they don't like, have any problems like this, huh? No, because, uh, well, not really. I mean, they have funny problems. They're funny. Pro like the one guy, every day he go fishing, he come back with a whole bunch of fish. But he like, fuck this. I keep fishing. Nobody else is doing doing no fishing or nothing. I'm I'm not fishing no more. If y'all just want to eat snails, the rest they call it something else, but it's like snails and coconut. If y'all want to eat snail and coconut bullshit food, that's what we're going to eat. I'm going to eat it with y'all. 
So then other people was like, all right, we'll go fishing, but they're not good at him, so they can't catch nothing. Mm-hmm. So he like whatever, you know what I mean? Then he get to the point where he like, you know what, fuck it. Because the one guy that always talks shit to everybody, this motherfucker almost crashed into a fucking rock. They built like a little raft and he was out there and he caught an ill. But then the tide took their boat and almost threw it into a rock. So he yelling on the beach, help guys, help. They yelling for help. So the best two swimmers go on the water and like grab their raft so it don't like slam into the rock. It still slammed into the rock, but not head on like it was going to. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So after that, he kind of humbled his stuff and stopped fucking with people. Because the one guy, <laughs> they didn't have no food. So the one guy, every day, he would get up and catch, like, all these crabs and, like, crawfish and all this shit. And then he'll, like, mix it with the coconut and, like, boil it. And he dude be like, man, we humping. We cutting trees down. And all you're doing is sitting on your ass making soup. How long did that soup got to take? You've been doing that for three hours. Then you just stare. He's like, what you trying to say? He's like, I'm trying to tell you it don't take that long to cook nothing. You know what I mean? He said, how about you go to a chef and tell a chef that uh, it don't take that long to feed 11 people and they'll fucking poke your eye out. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> he said, uh, the, the one guy that's always fucking with people, he said, some people would say you don't do shit. You're just a lazy bastard making and, and taking a long time to cook. And he said, well, you know what I would say? And, and they got accents because they're like from the UK. He said, mm-hmm. you know what I would say to the person that said that? I would say, uh, if, he, if he go tell the cook, you know what I mean, that he can fuck off or something he said like that to fight back. You know what I mean? It was funny because they were talking about each other. Mm. <laughs> but they got they got a they got a shelter, they got fire, they got their beds off the ground. Of course, you know it's a black guy on there. He brushes teeth, he washes feet, and uh it was something else he do. Oh, he washes balls in the ocean, like every day just be chilling. <laughs> so they got on his ass big time about that. <laughs> He said, every fucking day you washing your feet. He's like, no, I'm not. He was like, I'm fucking doing my daily, you know, cleaning. Then I'll get to work. He's like, dude, you don't do shit. You just lay around all day. <laughs> but but they got him back on the ball and shit. All right. So uh, do these people be voted out like Survivor or? No, nah, they don't vote out. They have a uh, a sat phone, which is like a satellite phone. Mm-hmm. And, and if it's an emergency or somebody want to quit, then you just call in and they'll bring a boat to come get you. Okay. Has that happened yet? Oh, yeah. I think the guys are down to like 10 and I think the girls are down to like 11, something like that. Okay. So the one guy, the one guy, uh, he was trying, they was, they was going, um, fishing on the water, but they was on the, like the rough rocks and everybody was stepping on this one rock to get across to the big rock where he was trying to get to. He didn't want to do that. He wanted to like be Spider-Man and climb the scale of wall, but then he slipped. So he fell straight down into the rocks and all this shit. Busted it like a fucking uh, tendon in his arm. It was blood everywhere, so they had to take him out of there. Then they so, had a go ahead. They had a, two builders. One was like a uh, like a contract foreman, and one was like a builder. And they kept bumping heads on how they want to build. Anyway, both of those guys wound up leaving. <laughs> so is this like a contest? I think it's just. A, I don't think it's like last man standing or nothing like that. I think oh, okay. they just I think they just put people on the island to see how they jail. And the guy that hosts the show, he's like a, a legendary survivalist dude. He's always commenting, like he'll come in and like com- not comment to the crew, but like to the to the viewers, you know how and tell us like what's going on. Like when when you're not eating, he'll say something like when you're not eating for a long time, and it'll make your temperature roy- boil and every little thing will tick you off. It, and then they'll show like that's the reason why, you know, the crew's arguing or whatever. Right. But he said the same thing. He said the same thing about the girls when he saw the when he saw that they was befriending them pigs and all that. He's like, that's the last thing you want to do when you're on an island starving. And he broke it down pretty much to what we were saying. So they sit there starving, but they got pet pigs. Yep. <laughs> she was unbelievable. No wonder why Kevin keep talking about it. <laughs> 
so so they so like they uh even with the fire they was having trouble with the fire so uh bear grills was like something got to give like these girls just can't make a fire you know what i mean so then he gave him like the tools and shit he just came on a beach fucking gave him like these, these tools right here to help you build a fire and then they wound up building a fire because they had like their own tools but they just couldn't get it they can get smoke but they couldn't get a fire mm-hmm. so like you said that's why he be talking about it and shit right uh now this is on hulu right uh i watch it on the box so i don't know what channel come on oh, okay i think it's hulu so uh all right, y'all. Everybody, thanks for calling in too, because we uh posted uh <laughs> we posted Skype links to to uh, join in with us. But thank you for calling in, everybody, on our first anniversary, our first anniversary. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at PNL Judgmentals, Instagram at the two underscores Judgmentals, and email us at PNL PNL Judgmentals at Gmail all right, Philip. Thank you. This was a long one. Thank you for your uh, TV. For now, on, we're gonna have a TV and movie uh, segment and to wrap up the show. <laughs> or you, the way you broke it down and everything, you made the show sound funny. Check, check out season two. Season two of Bear Grylls. Yep, it's called it's the, fa- the Island. The Island of Bear Grylls. It's or called, just the it's, Island. It, if you if you do one of them apps, you can just search Bear Grylls. You'll see the Island, and then it's season two. And and girls are spelled uh it's how, weird. It's like it's yeah. G-R-Y-L-L. Okay, yeah, because I just wanted to let everybody know that. Because I it's when funny. I saw it, it was spelled funny. I bought a I bought a knife from like one of these fucking road uh gas stations when I was in the military. And all the guys in the military, oh man, you got a bear grills, John. You got a bear grills, and I didn't know what the hell they was talking about. Here, this dude got like fucking damn 10, 15 shows, different shows and stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he's like a worldwide known survivor or something, like Crack It Out Dundee or something. I didn't oh, know who the hell he was. I just it, thought the knife was decent, so I bought it. Is that his name, Bear Grills? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought that was just the just the name of the show. No, that's his name. <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody thank you thank you for joining us and thank you for continuing listening to us on our first year anniversary uh second year what you want to see on the second year it's kind of hard because of this damn uh pandemic shit yeah so what you want to see um i don't know just keep talking shit seeing what's going on in news sports like i said uh we could do uh we never did like a background on me and you give the people like how we came up our path that got us where we at Oh my goodness! I, I still want I still want to do a episode on uh, Mandela, the Mandela effect. effect. If anybody yeah. know about that, yeah, yeah, we can do that. Uh, we can do that next week. Um, what I would well, the plan was what I was going to plan to do was I'm saying this while we recording too. By the way, uh, all right, I was thinking that the beginning of the year, all this shit would be over with, and we would interview Stacy again. And mm-hmm. you and you know how Little Wayne uh, do the music videos, get mm-hmm. get get with the girl to to film it, and and I can post it on our YouTube. That was my plan, but that's all fucked up. Uh, what's the name? Um, people I want to interview. I want to interview uh, Wayne, uh, Auto Body Shop Wayne. Mm-hmm. You know, black man business. You know that sort of thing. Right. But man, I went over there the other day. Nobody had on a face mask. <laughs> not, not a single I'm the only one that was sitting it was me and it was a, he got a car and he was uh, getting somebody to put a windshield in so he didn't work there you know he was just there fixing the car uh-huh. or whatever me and him was the only two people that had on face masks uh-huh. 
So I want to interview him. But I also got. Wanna... Go ahead. I gonna say you also got my brother, Chick. He still want to do an interview. You know he a business owner now. Yeah, but when I said something about it, you ain't you. You say you asked him, and he he didn't say anything back to you. No, he said whenever. That's all he says. Whenever he don't give me like a time or date. But then he go to casino and be at the casino all night, and then sleep in all day the next day when he ain't got to work. So, you got you got to give him a set plan this time, and 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 do it like that. But he's not he's not hip to all this Skype and all this stuff. So you probably need to do him in person too. All right. So uh, yeah, we did one personally, and that that almost turned out to be a disaster. So what's, what's that? <laughs> The, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> we never even talked about that. No, we talked about it some other time. Every time I wanted to bring it up, you always said no. It was still early and people still fucked up. <laughs> All right. So uh Chick, uh I say Chick Wayne, Autobody Wayne, uh Stacy again. I wouldn't mind doing cousin Danny again at his spot because I didn't really like that interview because we was like on that time clock because All he right. came in late. He came in late on that time clock. Well, that's all him being late. Yeah. Yeah, but they, they guess. I mean, we're not paying them, so it ain't like I can't really be hard on them. No, even if you're a guest, you still should be on time. Well, you're right. If the time ain't right, then, then push it back if you need more time to get there. But you shouldn't say, okay, this is the time, and then still can't make it on time. Right, you're right. All right, uh, uh, Cousin Danny again. Who else? Oh, we still ain't never do the. Uh, we gotta write down our uh, the, the strip club stories <laughs> oh, shit. or the or the bar hopping stories. Oh, Wimple uh, said he wanted to be on that when we bring that back in. Uh, uh, what you told him? Oh no, huh? we we said it to him when we he was we yeah, was there. Yeah. yeah 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 yeah. We said it to him when we was there. Yeah, uh, that'll be funny too. But we gotta we gotta plan this out right. Mm -hmm. uh, what else? Um, Oh, oh, we forgot uh, Lewis. Lewis Lou. wanted to do one, yeah. Yep. And uh, Spirit, he asked when he was going to come back and do another one, so you got you got options out there. Yeah, so it, the the thing that's messing us up that I haven't guessed on there is this damn pandemic shit. Mm -hmm. And like you said, everybody ain't into Skyping and, and all that type of stuff, but we'll get it. We'll get, we'll get it right. We'll get it right. Well, all right, y'all. Thanks for listening. All right, man. Peace out. Alright. Hey yo man, it's your time. And fuck poverty. Get this money, man. I can tell you're mad at me just by how your face look. You can check the status on my level now.